Hi, this is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is a $2.4 million podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, I might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. Um, if you want to... Oh, if you have any... I forgot. I don't, I don't know the rest of... Was it? If you have any comments or feedback, come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. I, I, I don't know. All right. So, hey, guys. Oh, yeah, of course... Um. If you want to share this, uh, go ahead, do it. Anyways, let's get into the content. So, hey guys, how are you doing? I'm back here in my car uh, waiting for my daughter to finish her dance lessons. Um, It's worth it because not only does she enjoy it, um, she got first place in a solo in her category. So, she's at least doing a good job. Well, better than I ever could do <laughs> when I was a kid. I never danced. All right, so heavy metal, remember? Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's see. Let's get into today's episode. The title is, and well, you probably saw it from the from the podcast title, but the title is "Painless." Now, "Painless" is a song from a band called. I guess it's a hard rock, heavy metal. I don't know, hard rock. A uh, band called Fozzy, F-O-Z-Z-Y, Fozzy. And Fozzy is their their front man, their vocal vocalist is Chris Jericho. If that rang a bell, then you know wrestling or WWE. It used to be WWF when I was a kid, World Wrestling Federation, but now it's World Wrestling. Adoration. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is E for. I, I have no idea. But, uh, you know, Chris Jericho. So Chris Jericho has a band called Fozzy. And off of his 2017 album, uh, Judas, the, the main, the title song Judas is really good. But Painless is also a very good song. Love it. So um, Painless is, I'm, I'm using that as the title for this song for this episode because we need to talk about how to this it's not about seo this one uh let's talk about how to be how to go through the client uh design process or the client development approval the client process the client approval dealing with fucking clients as painless as possible now it is impossible (laughs) it is impossible but but um, one thing that I've seen, not, not one thing that I've seen, let's just start off uh, getting it all out in the open, right? So I think all clients are stupid. Now, let me elaborate on that. Don't, don't go crazy yet. All right. The reason why I think all clients are stupid is because I am talking from a web design or web development perspective and only from that perspective all right if a medical doctor says all non-doctors non-nurses are stupid from a medical standpoint then fuck you're gonna say yeah sounds fair right yeah if a doctor says no you're not right you're wrong to me about something that i said then i'd say oh sorry i must have been wrong yes what is your professional advice or opinion or uh, 
proven, scientifically proven uh, uh, result, you know? Like, if a doctor tells me something, I fucking listen. If, uh, and I'm sure you now know where I'm going with this. If a doctor tells me something, I fucking listen. If um, an architect tells me that I can't do this, I can't, I don't know, make my house out of cardboard. I don't know. I'm just, it's whatever it is, right? So whatever it is, if an architect tells me that I can't do that, I'd fucking listen. Yeah, because he probably or she or that person probably has a degree or certification or something that allows that person to be able to build or design buildings to the extent where it actually becomes a tangible building. So there's a certain level of understanding that needs to come with that profession that allows that person to do this, right? Doctors do the same thing. They need they go through enough training to be able to do things, you know, at a certain level, an acceptable level because it, you know, they can't you can't just go around prescribing or saying like this drug works or that drug doesn't work or whatever, you know? You can't do that. Neither can architects. Not just architects, almost fucking anybody in their profession. All right? Even like, I don't know, what's what what do some people think is not like, a, I don't know, what is, let's say, I don't know, I don't, like almost anybody would think if somebody has a job and that job is, it, they do whatever they need to do in that job, you know, if that person is like, you know, this is what you should do, then I'm sure most people would be happy to listen to that, right? Yeah. All right, let's see who some fuckfaces out there shit on as as jobs. I guess like retail or uh, hospitality jobs get a lot of shit from dickheads, right? Now, maybe because the dickheads are assholes who fuckfaces who don't respect others and think that anybody who has to give them something like deliver a glass of water to their table is beneath them and that's because they're fucking dickheads right but they think that that's beneath them so they shit on them but if you think about it still those people whoever it is whoever has a job and has any level of uh, of professional uh, uh, ability a skill level to whatever they're doing whatever job it is whatever fucking job it is, right? If you do it for long enough and if you do it at a level where people would actually pay you money to do it, then you probably know what you're doing, right? And your opinion is probably better than the people who are not of the same profession. So from your profession's perspective, the rest of the people are fucking stupid, that's what I mean when I say all clients are stupid. Okay? And I'm not saying I hate... Well, I do, but uh, I'm, not say- <laughs> I'm not saying I think all clientele, it, like they are stupid as a human and they're, uh, they're wrong or they're just, you know, bad or whatever. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying from a web from my profession's perspective, from a web development or web design perspective, 
they are not as educated or skilled to be able to dictate how things are going to work. Okay? So, the problem is that they are the ones who give final approval. And they are the ones who have to provide content unless you're doing copywriting for them. Even if you're doing copywriting, they are the ones who have to provide the direction. Right? Right. Now what? See, the thing is, because they have the final say on things, because they're paying, um, they think that they know things. Like, let's say this fuckface walks in and says like, hey, I want a website. And you know these things that just keep changing? Like, are they, what are they called? These things that you can put like slides? Are they slides? Can you do that on the hero section for me? They won't even say hero section. Can you do that in the on the website? The first thing you see is just uh, things just changing, like changing constantly. And you tell them, yeah, no, those are bad. Here are some numbers. See, not very good. And if they're nice, then they'll say, oh, I didn't know that. Thank you. Let's try something else. What do you suggest? You're the expert, right? Some people do say that. That's great. But in the end, they come up with ideas like, can we make this font bigger? Oh, fuck no, right? So that happens a lot of times. <laughs> I started off with a design proof that was at like 18 pixels for the paragraph. And it ended up becoming 24, between 24 and 30, something like that. Fucking crazy because... This client thought that it had to be bigger. The text has to be bigger. I said, but look, none of these websites do that. And but, but I want it bigger. Like, all right, fuck face. And I did it. Now, how can this be less painful? Because like I keep saying, they're, they're not right. Like they're the ones, like I said, who are making the final decision, but they are the least fucking qualified, the fucking least qualified to be making any fucking decision. They're, they do not know how to make a how to make the right decision on this. Seriously, think about this: if someone is hurt, someone has a, I don't know, someone's has a stomach ache, or someone's like dying, or throwing up coughing blood or whatever and then they come to you I'm just assuming that you're not a doctor right they come or a nurse they come to you and you're like take some Tylenol or <laughs> have a drink of orange juice I, I heard that's good you know and then you're like some this this person's coughing blood and then you have to you give them orange juice does that sound like a proper thing to you does that sound like a doctor would be okay with that no and also, you tell the doctor that. You tell the doctor that. Right? All right. Let's, let's put it in. Let's put everything in proper analogy. You are coughing up blood. You go to a doctor. And the doctor says, oh, you're coughing blood. 
what do, do you want me to prescribe some medicine for you? And then you say, no, give me some orange juice. I want orange juice. And the doctor says, but that doesn't help you. And you say, I heard orange juice has vitamin C and it helps my body. And the doctor says, no, but, well, it does, but that's not how you treat this. And then you say, but I'm the one paying you, motherfucker. And the doctor, and you force the doctor to give you orange juice. And then, about six months or a year down the line, you're like, why did you give me orange juice? <laughs> that sounds like a dumbass motherfucker, doesn't it? That sounds like a dumbass piece of shit motherfucker. But that's what doctors do. Not not doctor. That's what clients do. Now, how do we make this less painful? How do we actually try to do any way better? How do we do that? Right? All right. I need to pause this because all right, I'll, I'll get back to this in a minute. So I'm saying this because there might be a little cutoff. All right, if you heard a cutoff, then I, I, I told you I'd do that. <laughs> All right, so dumb as shit, right? Dumb as shit the way that the doctor, well, the, the patient talked to the doctor, right? Now, that's what clients are doing to us all the time. Now, I do understand sometimes when there's something that the client brings up that is important for you like for example you misunderstood or you misrepresented the the user right like um let's say they the client says something like oh but i have a lot of i i foresee and i have currently a lot of um people of this demographic so it seems like they're using this browser like for example if it's old people with Internet Explorer 11. And then you say, oh, okay, then, well, I'll make the website do things in Internet Explorer 11 and I'll code it as such, right? That kind of stuff can happen. Or maybe um, if the website or whatever, they they don't like a certain design and you ask them why not because this I th we thought that this would do the job well and they say oh it's because um i don't know these people uh tend to not care about whatever color care for some color or something like that i don't know um so these kind of things can happen there can be new information that can change the result and that's good it's good that they're actually giving you proper information that you can use to do your job better and it should have been done like that. You should have been given as much information as possible so you can do your job, which is great. And if you didn't, and if they didn't disclose a certain type of information because they didn't think it was relevant, but then after seeing the design, they do think it's relevant, so they did. Yeah, that's fine. That can happen. As long as they trust you. But like I said, um, even if they trust you, a lot of times, in the in the end, in the end, ultimately, they are the ones saying yes. Whether they change anything or not, they shouldn't be the ones saying yes, but because it's it's not their area of expertise, but they are. So 
how do we make this less painful? Um, I think, first of all, you know how um, some people are generally really happy? Have you noticed that? I have seen some people who are just strangely fucking happy. Like, I don't know if they if they secretly hate everyone inside or if they're really just happy with who they are and they cannot be irked or something. But some people are just like really acceptive, empathetic, happy, just brings joy, you know? Those kind of people. Hire someone like that. <laughs> That's all right. So, um, before we get into the final, I think, way of dealing with this, the best way, I think, to deal with this as an agency, but before that, right? Before we get into that, some, some stuff that I think that we can, th- we can try is to accept or understand most of what the client is saying and then either try to get them to say it themselves by sort of suggesting and directing them in a certain direction, right? Pushing them into a certain direction. Then sometimes they'll make that, they'll make that assumption themselves. Or whatever you try to explain or convey, make sure you have some backup information uh, to do that. Sliders, I think the war against sliders or carousels have sort of gotten better because should I use a carousel.com? It helps a lot. And there's a lot of data that, you know, totally shows conclusively that the second slide is worth nothing, you know? So some people still do it, but I think, uh, that it's the war on that has gotten a lot better and a lot of people are winning. So that's good, you know? So if you have the data, if you have the backup, that works. Another thing, you can say SEO. SEO is something that nobody understands. <laughs> yeah. If you think you understand SEO, you don't understand SEO. Ha 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 ha. Anyways, clients don't. So that's another thing that you can say that can help. Uh, there's a lot of small things here and there where you can sort of, you know, like saying I'm the expert never works. I've not seen that work. Um, I have said that a few times uh, for WooCommerce. Didn't even work then. <laughs> like I told him, I've made a handful of WooCommerce websites that do that do the exact same thing that you're doing here, but I've not seen them work properly. And this, and the sales did not, the sales and the user interface and the people's perception of this of the website or like, um, you know, like, uh, user case studies do not back up this idea, for example. And I tell them that and told them like a lot of sites don't last a year. So, you know, I can't 
guarantee that this will help you and your website do better business. So please, can we try doing my idea? You know, stuff like that. They don't fucking listen. Even after I give them like case studies, stats, whatever, they don't fucking listen. They want something. They're going to get it. They're like, I'll pay. Just fucking do it. Like, all right, I'll do it. Do you think? Oh, my daughter's here. I'll talk to you later. All right, uh, I'm back. Now, from your perspective, I just said, <clears throat> oh, there's my daughter. I'll talk to you later. And then instantly I'm back, right? But it actually took me, wait, today's Saturday. Yeah, so it t- took me a day to get back to this. Anyways, um, and I had to listen to what I was saying to get to do this. So we were talking, so to sum up the first point, it's basically, um, even though, Sometimes you might try to educate them and help them along. It doesn't necessarily work. Uh, so let's try something else. For example, uh, we're going to get to that conclusion of finding someone in a minute. right? So um, another idea that we can easily try out is to sort of steer them in the direction of where they'll answer the questions themselves. And it feels like they're coming up with that idea. So it's basically Inception, right? Now, if you haven't seen Inception by now, it's fine if I ruin it because it doesn't really matter at this point anymore. But the whole idea of the movie Inception is to try to get someone to convince them to think that they came up with that idea themselves. And... Was it Cobb? Main guy's name is Cobb, the character? I don't know. Leonardo DiCaprio um, tries. It's, he, says, it says, he says it's very hard, so they need to go really deep to try to plant that idea in him. But that's, that's a thing. So I think uh, if you're going to try to get the client to do something the way or think the way that you want them to think, Another way of doing it, which I think might work, is um, to get them to answer their questions themselves, sort of steer them in a way where they'll be saying it and then they suddenly act like, you know, they came up with that idea themselves or whatever, something like that. So I think that's another good way of doing it. Um, But it does take a lot of patience and it does take a lot of um, sort of good people skills and it's a little hard like I don't want to say like psychology because people keep who keep saying like oh it's psychology it's just really yeah it's yeah it sounds stupid sometimes so it's I don't I don't want to say that what I want to say is that it does take a lot of good people skills and reading the room the atmosphere and understanding how people understanding your client a lot more than you could from like an initial brief, you know? So that's not easy, but it's not impossible. And sometimes it works. And if it does, um, they're very happy with that. And then they go with, you know, how that works. So that's good. Um, so basically saying that, you know, your job doesn't necessarily work. Um, it's really weird like they came to you because you know your job but then when it really comes down to your preference or your advice against theirs they just don't fucking listen do they uh so let's get to what i think is the best way to do this it is to fucking hire someone (laughs) so 
Um, I think, I think I've talked like. Um, I don't know. I think there's like a handful, maybe a handful, like a few people. I don't know, a few dozen. I don't. I have no idea. I need to check my numbers, but I don't know how many people. I'm sure there are quite a few, but I don't know how many people have listened everything like pretty much almost 50 episodes all the way up to now but um just to go over this again in a in an agency there there are uh positions that are non-designers or non-developer positions you know um some positions are like uh account managers you know what account managers do is they manage well, it's supposed to say the account, but the account in this case is the client, all right? So because um, you consider a client as one, like a folder in a computer, right? One folder, and that is like that whole thing. So that's why it's considered an account, I guess. Um, so yeah, the account manager, not only is that person the person who is who is good with people, but that person also does a lot of the sales part. And if you have, if you can hire or if you can find someone who can do that really well, it's very hard to find someone who actually understands both sides, like the production side and the client side. Um, but yeah, if, if you find someone who's really good with people skills and really good at handling them, handling the accounts, uh, that person is the one for you you need that person is usually worth whatever they ask for because they can make the sales they can take away your stress and they can actually help you deliver better results with everybody smiling and that I think is the way to go if you like your if you like doing your work like if you're a developer or if you're a designer whatever it is if you want to be happy doing your work. You need to leave. <laughs> you need to leave out the business side. Um, the business side, you can get somebody else to do it. If you do everything yourself, it's it's really really hard. Um, one of the things, like when I when I used to perform, and I, I I do perform. I like I do magic, and when I used to perform, I had an agent, and even now, right now, I have an agent because I don't want to do the business side. I don't want to do the negotiations. I don't want to do that. I just want to say, oh, I'm available at that time. And then they tell me where to turn up and who I'm performing for. And I just fucking do it. And that takes out a lot of the stress. And it, ta it takes, because if you start doing the business and if you start dealing with all the bullshit that comes with it, then it takes out all the fun. It takes out the fun. And if you, if you feel dealing with people is the fun part of designing, then maybe you it could become a great account manager. You can become an account manager who actually understands the design part, you know? So people's, people with like people with people skills have to be the person who deals with the client. That's the thing. Like sometimes I know a lot of freelancers like, designers when they do everything themselves they get to a certain point where they know how to deal with clients um but i'm i can guarantee 
almost everybody who's done that has dealt with difficult clients and has had moments where they had to learn that this is now this is how it's supposed to be done they need to change their ways they they've had that moment i guarantee everybody's had that moment and it's because it's really hard because like i like i said when i started this you're the one who knows how it's supposed to be done or at least you're the one who knows better or more than the client but the client is paying and in the end for some reason in this structure there's a client approval process which i think is the worst thing to do but it's how it works and that's basically what's what's happening because the client came to you for a custom thing and they expect something and it's up to them in the end to approve it because they're the ones who commissioned it right so it's understandable um but that's yeah so um so yeah i think that's that's the main thing like if you can hire someone who can do that like maybe you can maybe like a bunch of people of like two three of your friends who do the same thing or two three of your friends who actually have to do like work together or maybe like if you're a designer and you work with a developer constantly or uh, or cons- the same person like over and over again consistently then you can you the both of you can pitch in and get an account manager you know or get a production manager production manager is a little different but i think account manager is where where we need where you need where we need the most um help especially um if you really want to um be a little bit happier <laughs> yeah so um keep that in mind that's something that really is some i think that's something that a lot of especially freelancers what oh yeah what that's a speaker i bought a five dollar speaker and it actually sounds surprisingly good (laughs) but it's really stupid because the charging port is on the bottom so that means you need to lay it on its side to charge and then it can only stand upright like it's supposed to be only when it's not charging so that's i think it's really stupid but it's five dollars anyways um so it's really cute that's why so yeah i think having an account manager is something that's really important now if that account manager is stupid bad at their job uh and stupid or doesn't know what is what is supposed to happen or doesn't actually serve a purpose just conveys information back and forth and does not actually do their job or just um is aiming to please the client whatever the case and really doesn't care about the production it's you know there are a lot of things that account managers can do to fuck things up um but regardless if you are having trouble or if you don't like or if you're if you feel like dealing with clients is sucking out a lot of the life a lot of that joy of doing what you're doing then that is what you need you can you can get your friends a bunch of freelance friends and pull uh together to get someone to manage all that for you for all of you as a group or something there are lots of different ways of doing this but that is the person that you need and it's it it takes it it's hard to find someone that you can trust with sales but it is essentially the thing that 
will take will, will will give you back your joy in doing what you do. So, um hope this podcast at least this episode at least helps you sort of understand uh where I the the paradox of getting clients to approve um client approval is an oxymoron seriously like it's like getting getting the dumbest person to make the decisions pretty much <laughs> luckily you can give the dumbest person smart choices and the dumbest person whichever they choose will still be be the smart choice that's the best you can do but if you can get if you can get someone to help the dumbest person to make less dumb choices then you can it, it's worth hiring that person is worth hiring so um yeah i hope this episode has helped in any way for you and uh your work process and maybe trying to find more joy in what you're doing and um i will see you in the next episode then all right all right let's see if i can finish this oops finish this recording all right take care and i'll see you around bye bye